Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Good morning, Shannon. How are you today? Good morning, Sandy. I am awesome. How about yourself? Of you are. I am <laughs> awesome too. <laughs> I am really, really thrilled that we are tackling this topic today. Because why? Because it is so important. And it's one of those, to quote your favorite phrase, it's so important, but it (laughs) often flies under the radar. It's one of those things that may be dictating the course of your life and you don't even know to look at it as an option for something you can change. Exactly. Yeah. Today we're talking about your belief system what do you believe? And that can be about anything. About anything. Whether it's religion. <laughs> Relationships and life, government, anything. Who you are. Who you are is huge. That's a really big one. So I'm going to define it. A belief system is an ideology or set of principles that helps you to interpret your everyday life. It could be about religion, political affiliation, basic philosophies, spirituality, who you are, all kinds of things. The important part is to know that for some reason, a belief is often something that you consider to be a fact or assume to be true, even though it might not be. Right. So it's important to be aware Once something becomes a belief, it tends to settle into stone and then it's non-negotiable. And so if things aren't working in your life or a relationship isn't working or your job or your religion or whatever isn't working, it can be hard to go back to the belief because it feels like, well, that's already been established. So we've written that down as true. Exactly. Just because you believe something is true, it really may not be. Wayne Dyer, who is a really smart man, said, a belief system is nothing more than a thought you've thought over and over again. It's a habit. It's a habit. It's a routine. And we talked about those in another episode. And the more you do it, the more it becomes, like you said, set in stone. In some situations, having a belief can be very helpful. If you have positive beliefs, it can help you feel strong and in control and accomplish what you want to accomplish. Beliefs can be limiting or empowering, whichever way you choose to go. Mm -hmm. What have you noticed in your life? What belief systems have you become aware of? Well, when I was young, I believed that I was not lovable and valuable and nobody would ever like me and I'd never have friends. That belief system was formed from my experiences as a child and then in elementary school. As I grew, that belief system changed when I started to realize that I'm actually a fun, lovable, valuable capable, competent person. And other people see that and they like it. And that's great. And if some people don't, that's not my problem. That's their problem. So I don't have to buy into their beliefs. Mm -hmm. So what about you, Shan? 
Well, just to follow up on what you said, there can be situations where it may seem to you like the rest of the world, the universe, whatever, is reinforcing your belief system. Like I've been in jobs before where I started out feeling capable, competent, and like I was worthy in the position. And eventually I started not feeling that way. And what I eventually realized was that it wasn't that the belief system was wrong. It was that the job wasn't the right fit for me. But Mm -hmm. it took getting away from the reinforcing behaviors and just being able to remove myself and ask, like, is it that you can't do your job or is it that this is not where your talents lie? Because I'm a capable person, but I can't do everything. So just being able to say, oh, yeah, maybe I just don't belong in this position doing this particular kind of work. I can still be capable and competent and worthy. It's not about me. You know those days where the alarm goes off late and you spill your cereal and the coffee maker broke and you're like already late for work and all your clothes are still in the washer and like, oh, your day gets off to a horrible start. And I remember as a teenager having days like that and starting the day thinking, well, I guess today's a complete loss. And then it occurred to me one day, I didn't need to flush the whole day. (laughs) It could just be that the first 10 minutes of this day were a complete wash. And then (laughs) taking a minute to breathe and go, is this true? Does it follow that X equals Y? No, it does not. I can decide to have a really good day from here on out. And that was huge in my world. And really all it took was five seconds and a couple of words to help rephrase. Exactly. And it shifted your whole belief system about how the day was going to go. Right. That's perfect. And it's a great example that shows we have control over what we believe and what we believe has control over the results we get. Yes. I have a little list here of both limiting and powering beliefs. So Mm -hmm. a limiting belief can be, I need to be wealthy to be happy. An empowering belief is, I can choose to be happy no matter what the circumstances, like you just said. Another limiting belief is, my body type is one that I cannot lose weight no matter what I do. An empowering belief is I can be slim and healthy if I exercise and eat right. One limiting belief is I will never be successful unless I have a master's degree. An empowering belief is my success is determined by how hard I work rather than my education level. So what's important for people to understand is that limiting or negative beliefs prevent us from fulfilling our true potential. They hold us back and give rise to negative thoughts and emotions, which creates a miserable life. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, empowering or positive beliefs allow us to act resiliently, believe in ourselves, and invoke positive thoughts and emotions. I think with some of those, specifically of the the master's degree example that your success oh, yeah. is dependent on a master's degree, it's not like you're just choosing to lie to yourself. If the job that you want requires a master's degree, what this kind of conversation does for you is help you phrase it in a way that makes you get clear about what you really want. Is it that right. you have to have this job to be happy? Maybe that's not the case. If, however, this job is key to get 
getting into whatever position above that you want, well, maybe a master's degree is necessary. Reframing it this way makes it seem not quite so dire. It kind of opens up the gate to allow the energy to flow and help you get really clear. Oh, well, if I want this job, it is possible that I could work really, 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 really hard and never get that job because they're requiring this degree. But if you get to the point where you think, well, I really want this job and it's not just because I want this job to be happy. I've discovered I can be happy doing other things, but I really want this. Like This seems like where I should be. Oh, that means maybe Mm -hmm. I need to pursue a master's degree. Start taking steps in that direction. It just kind of creates less resistance. Yeah, exactly. And it's not about the master's degree. There are things in life that require certain certifications, or if you're going to be a brain surgeon, obviously you need a lot of training. That's not (laughs) a belief system. (laughs) Yes, we hope. (laughs) That's not a belief system. That is a fact that is a requirement to move into that. Yes. That doesn't have anything to do with your belief system. Right. It would make you look at your definition of success. If your definition of success is quite narrow and means getting this one job, well then yeah, you're kind of limited to that one course of action if you want to be quote unquote happy. But if you can really look at it and say, I don't need this one position to be happy. I can decide to be happy now. Not only does that open up your options, but it also creates less resistance around that one course of action that might make it easier for you to attain the master's degree and the job. Absolutely. I've learned over the years that if you believe you can do something, you are a whole lot more likely to be able to do it and get it done the way you want it done than if you believe it'll never work. Yeah. Just believing it allows options to help you attain it. Exactly. It keeps doors open and helps you move ahead. And if you think you can't do it, it creates a dead end. Exactly. Yeah. So many people I've talked to say, you know, I'd really like to have this in my life. I say, well, go for it. You know, and they say, oh, no, it will never work because this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And they've got this long list of reasons why it won't work. And they slam the door in their face before they even get to it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. they never know what's on the other side. It makes me sad for them because they have dreams and goals, but they don't believe for a variety of reasons that they can achieve them. So they don't even try. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed in my own life is that when I move forward thinking, well, why not? Why can't I have this or do this or be this? A lot of times I don't wind up in the place that I originally planned to be, but just the process of saying, yes, this is attainable for me and moving forward has put me on an entirely different path that I never would have chosen or known existed and I wind up somewhere better. And it keeps the doors open and it keeps Mm -hmm. you moving. And a lot of times people will tell me, well, I don't know how to get to the end. It's like, you don't need to know how to get to the end, to the ultimate goal. What you need to know is the first step. Take that step. And then from that, you'll see the next step. Mm -hmm. And from that, you'll see the next one. Eventually, you'll reach the end goal. But a lot of people think that they should just go from where they are to huge success 
without taking all those little steps and they don't know how to reach that. Mm-hmm. That's another belief system that they have to stay stuck or be successful and they don't believe that there's an interim process, like you said, that will lead you where you need to go. So beliefs are important in our life. They can be right. positive. It's not like all beliefs are bad. Absolutely. Heavens no. Most beliefs are good. What's important for each of us, I do say that a lot, what's important <laughs> for each of us is to know what your belief system is and where it came from. If you came from a family or a community where everything was doom and gloom and nothing was ever going to work out, everybody was miserable, your belief system, you picked that up when you were a child and you learned that life is hard and you have what I call the struggle suffer philosophy where everything is difficult and if you're successful, it's a mistake and you'll probably do something to sabotage it. If you come from a family or a community, and this includes religious communities, school communities, all kinds of communities where you are taught how people believe. If you come from a positive one where you're taught you can do whatever you want, you can accomplish and be successful in anything, you are capable and competent and smart and have what it takes. Oh my goodness, that's a great belief system. And the sky's the limit. Yeah. The difference is to be aware of what your belief system is and see if it's helping you or hurting you. And if it's helping you, great, do more. If yeah. it's slowing you down, getting in your way, making you feel unhappy, you have the power to change that. I'm thinking of my husband, who I adore and is an amazing, uh-huh. talented, supremely capable, unbelievably smart man, who has a habit of engaging in self-deprecating humor, which <laughs> he's a very funny human being who's very clever. But at times, I think that language is detrimental to him. And we've talked about this. The things that you vocalize about yourself can help you figure out what your beliefs are and then target them. Mm -hmm. So I would challenge everybody to listen to how you talk about yourself and your life. If you're just one of those people who I never have any good luck. I have a friend who's like that. I'm just an unlucky person and I always want to like cross myself and say, don't put that out there. That's such a horrible thing to put out there because you're going to get it back. And if you believe you're unlucky, I don't want to hang around you because (laughs) unlucky things are going to happen to you. So just listen to how you talk about yourself. And these days, a lot of conversations revolve around what's your story? Well, Uh what is your story? And how are you choosing to vocalize and frame that story? Because your story may not be accurate. And if you're telling yourself that your story is this, that doesn't leave you any room for growth or change. Exactly. It's just a belief system. Your story is how you choose to see it. And it may or may not be factual, but because you believe it, it's factual for you. And you can shift it. The belief is what gives it power. Right, exactly. I know a wonderful person who was raised in a very difficult family. And there was physical and emotional abuse and 
no money and no food, and it was really tough. And he could certainly choose to use that as an excuse for not doing anything in his life. But what he did was choose to not live that life as an adult and do whatever he can to make his life totally different. So he didn't keep the belief that life is hard and you'll never have enough food and people are always going to hit you. He kept the belief that this is not what everybody lives and I'm going to live that other life that those other people do. And that's up to me. And he's got a great life. Yeah, it's just where he started. It didn't have to dictate where he went or define who he became. Exactly. And a lot of people let their beliefs from long ago dictate or define who they are as adults. And what we want everybody to know is the way to claim your personal power is to be aware of your beliefs and ask yourself, what are these doing for me? Are they helping me get where I want to go and live the life I want? Or are they stopping me in my tracks? Yeah, pay attention to how they make you feel. Exactly. And also, I mean, there's so many belief systems. Prejudice is another belief system that you may want to examine if you were raised or are part of a group that thinks one group is better than the other, or one culture is better than the other, or one religion is better than the other, one political party is better than the other. Look at it and see how true that really is, or if it's just being delivered to you from a charismatic leader or something. There again, it's just a belief system. And how much of it is really fact? Not a lot. That's a hard one. Because when we talk about pay attention to how your belief systems feel, if you're part of a group that says we are better than other groups, that may make you feel pretty good. Yeah. Which tells me that your self-esteem needs some help. Yeah, If you need a group to make you feel good about yourself, there's some other things going on in another part of your belief system. And check it out. See how true it is. Yeah, where's the power coming from? It's not coming from you. Yeah, no. It's coming from long ago or other people. A lot of people follow charismatic leaders because they think they want to be part of a group. And in order to do that, they have to follow whoever the leader is. They forget to check who they are and see if it really fits for them or if they're trying to fit themselves into somebody else's belief system. Look at who's really benefiting. Exactly. So how do we create new beliefs? First of all, do what we just talked about, which is pay attention to your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to what you believe. Determine if your thoughts are helping or hindering you, empowering or limiting you, and what results they're creating. Keep your emotions out of it. When you get emotional about something, you lose the ability to be really rational and think clearly. So don't make any decisions about anything much when you're emotional. Look at where your beliefs came from and decide if you want to keep them or change them. 
look at your fears about doing this. If you want to change them, what are you afraid of? What will happen? And are those fears valid? Change your negative thoughts into neutral thoughts and then neutral thoughts into positive thoughts. Can you give us an example of that? If you catch yourself thinking, I really want that job, but I'll never get it because I always fail. And you can shift that into, well, you know, I really want that job and it's worth a try. What do I have to lose? And then you can shift that into, wow, I'm going to go for that job because it would be really fun to have. Mm -hmm. And if I don't get it, there's a better job waiting for me just around the corner. Keeping doors open. Yes, it keeps your doors open and it helps you move ahead. Limiting beliefs just stop you. They make it so nothing changes, nothing good happens. You just stay stuck. And if you want to stay stuck, fine, keep it up. But if you would like things to be different in any way, in relationships, in work, in your health, in anything, Pay attention to what you're thinking about. They've shown with health issues that people who have supposedly incurable diseases, if they create a really positive attitude and an optimistic belief system, they can live a lot longer and sometimes cure themselves. There's huge power in thoughts. So create new thoughts that support what you want to think, feel, or do, and use your personal power to create a belief system that works for you. What do you think, Shannon? What do you think about all this? (laughs) One of the tricks, and you taught me this a while ago, but I've also done it in my own life, is to start looking at what you're allowing into your world. There have been some memes floating around on Facebook and other social media that challenge people to pay attention to the quote-unquote diet they're ingesting. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't just mean food. It means, you know, what are you watching on TV? What are you listening to? Who are you hanging out with? What are you reading? What are you filling your world with? Yes. And if you're filling your world with depressing, negative, violent, terrible messages. Right. Maybe just start there and look at what happens when you eliminate those things and start filling them with positive, life-affirming messages about the world and yourself. Because all of that stuff is out there. Yes. But it goes back to what you pay attention to, where you put your focus. And if you're having trouble changing your thoughts about yourself, start changing what's happening around you. Exactly. That's beautiful and perfect. There is always a lot of good out there in the world. I know we've ranted about this before, (laughs) but there really is. And there's always negative. Mm -hmm. And it's all about, as you just said, what you choose to focus on makes all the difference. And that doesn't mean that bad things aren't happening. That doesn't mean that there isn't a war in Ukraine right now. It just means you're choosing not to get lost in it. Exactly. If there's nothing you can do to fix it or help it or do it, if you want to send donations, great, do that. But don't spend all day walking around dwelling on it 
because it's not going to fix the situation and it will bring your day down. It will hamper your ability to bring goodness into the world. It will. It will stop you. Awesome. Okay, quick wrap up. Your values and attitudes, usually learned when you were a child, create your belief system. You may not even be aware that this is running your life. This system can be positive and be helping you create the life you desire, or negative and causing you to not live the life of your dreams. You need to identify if this belief system is helping or hindering you in your life. Look at the positives and negatives of shifting it. Always know you have the power to change what you believe, to make it so your life unfolds the way you want it to, and always know you are in charge of your beliefs. They are not in charge of you. So big. So big. Thanks, Sandy. Thanks, Shannon. We want to hear from you, whether it's your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life, or just topics you'd like us to address in future episodes. And we would love for you to review our podcast if you're so inclined. You can do so wherever you stream, or you can visit yourpersonalpowerpod.com. Also, while you're there, click contact and drop us an email. And if you want to learn how coaching can change your life, contact Sandy at sandy at insidejobscoach.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, find your power and change your life.